0: <laughs> Jeez, this is going to be an ugly, ugly episode. <laughs> It'll be
1: all the better if you have hiccups throughout it.
2: Yep. Shut, Shut up, up, up and sit down. down. All these Dale guys are super strong beef mountains.
1: What's kicking little chicken? You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grant, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von During. Tip of the day from a quote by Abraham Lincoln. Give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. It's never too soon for some good old-fashioned preparations.
2: Hi,
0: welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering. I'm here with a Lance (laughs) Friggin'. Friggin
1: that's That's friggin' Hepler. Extra frickin' because you're Bolton. Extra frickin' good.
0: Extra <laughs> <That was laughs> frickin'. Friggin' clean too this time. So you
1: are kind of clean, clean shaven. I feel
2: I feel better.
1: Do you feel naked a I, little bit? I'm, which is which is which better. Is the, which norm-
2: is, that's the normal state of affairs for me is naked. N- nudity. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the state of nudity.
2: It is Valentine's Day. Oh. The day for nakedness. That's true. Maybe, National maybe Naked Day. National Naked Day. Who's the cupid in your house? Brandy, hundred percent, hundred percent. She made, she made, she made like Valentine's boxes for all the kids and significant others for everybody. Awesome! Wow! And I got her a pat on the shoulder. Oh, dude! Did you get cold cocked (laughs) after that? No, we're we're thirty years into our marriage. Like Valentine's Day is like, honey. I still love you as much as I did yesterday. Every day is Valentine's Day. Every day is Valentine's My wife's the best, so I yeah, can't complain. That's good.
1: Yeah. Who's the Cupid in your house, Matt? Uh I don't think either of us are super big on Valentine's Day. We're gonna go out to dinner tomorrow night. Cause I don't know. I mean like we're dealing with sick kids. We got like, you know, get the kids off to school. Oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day, here's a kiss. And so it's just not a huge deal. I think I might try to <laughs> I mean do d don't don't quote me on this, don't record this, but I, I might try to like make a special dinner for her tonight when she gets off of work and the kids go. can help do that and we can maybe like make some cards. So <laughs> Dr. Lance Hepler. <laughs> Lance, Lance Romance. Lance Romance. Here's here's my special plan for tonight.
2: Mystery, man about town. This is my special plan for my wife Lance, tonight. No Honey, Lance romance. Get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to drive to California. Let's go.
1: Maybe we'll stop at a 7-Eleven or something yeah, special. I'll get you, get you something special. special. Slim Jim. Slim Jim. <laughs> Break off a piece of that five-pound
0: gummy bear. <laughs> yes, there right. you go. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Hey, we're going to do things a little bit different this week. Um, sorry, everybody that likes the uh, the topic last. We're not going to do that. We're going to do it first because we've got a weird timeline today. So yeah. Matt's, um, on
2: a, Matt's on a schedule. Well, he's, he's busy. I think all of us have a schedule. No. There is
1: a lot of stuff going on today, kind of. Fine, but let's throw Matt under the bus. It's my fault, guys. So we're
0: going to jump into our topic for the day, and then we'll finish up with all that other stuff. If you want to stick around for that, that'd be fantastic. Um, The topic, it's, it's all kind of like hinging on this this interaction that we had with Matt last week and some oh, yeah. things that I've watched since then and things that have popped mm-hmm. up and it just has my head kind of spinning like what what the capacity here so the question or the topic will be how will spatial computing and the Apple Vision Pro influence or affect cycling and I guess triathlon. We can throw triathlon in there
1: too. And, and it, it's it's <laughs> Apple has a very very nice headset, but other companies too have some competitive products. There's what would
0: you say the top ones are? This is the, the Meta Meta Quest? Yeah, yeah, and that's like what one. a it's, third of the price.
1: Yeah, it's it's much much cheaper. All right. What? Wait. What's the Meta Quest? Is that the is that the
2: Zuckerberg one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay
1: well, wait. He is, purchased the um, Quest product. Okay. For a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> Someone made out well. Someone got paid. Someone got paid, and uh, but like then that was also at the same time that he was like, Facebook is now Meta. We're going big on VR, and then it was like, well, it didn't really happen. Well, it it's it it will get there eventually. It is. To to be fair, if you are into VR gaming, which I'm not, but if you are, I love you. You're awesome. uh, The MetaQuest is a better product. Like price damned like it's still there's better games there's better options on the meta quest there's more like physical stuff like you know imagine like fruit ninja vr or whatever right like things like that you want (laughs) you want i think you want the and this is just now at time of recording february 2024 if you listen to this six years from now it might be totally different right that's the situation so
0: real quick before we yep. dive into this, Matt, do you have any like feedback? You've been using these things for a little yeah. over a week now. What mm-hmm. what is your your take on them? Um, Best thing ever. Or still long ways to go.
1: Uh, I have mixed feelings on it. I, I do want to put together a review. The um, equipment is excellent. The hardware is amazing. Everything comes together, and it's a very wow experience when you have like a digital image or a window and it's sharp and it's clear and it looks like it's just it looks like it's physically in the room with you it is quite amazing like the ipad is right there you can reach out and touch it right like that's what this looks like and you can put it anywhere and you can change the size of it and, and it's very cool what's even better is like You could take it in the kitchen, you could put a window there with a timer set, and then you could like leave the kitchen, go somewhere else, come back and be like, what's the timer at? And you'll see, like, oh, it's like eight minutes left on this, whatever. So the the timer stays in the kitchen? Everything stays really well where it's put. In fact, it does a better job than any VR headset that I've ever seen at like that piece of it, which is if you think about like making things feel real. Well, when you put something down and you come back to it, like that's kind of something that you expect from real things. So it it does have this vibe of like, whoa, this stuff feels very real when you're inside of it. So that sounds positive, right?
2: Mm-hmm. What's, I,
0: what's the downside?
1: Okay, so I've had this thing probably um, I, 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 not quite 10 days. My goal was try to use it a little bit every day. And I think I failed multiple times. Like it is just, it's not like...
2: Like, how do you make it work in your daily right.
1: life? Is it still thing. kind okay. of a
0: novelty? Like, I want to play with this thing, and then you just
1: kind of get over it? So, so I'm talking to uh, two very busy people, right? Like, we have fun things to do. Lots of fun, cool things that we want to do in any given day, right? Like, you got to get up. You got to get the kids to school. You got to, you know, do all this stuff. Like, oh, now's not a good time to be putting on a headset. Plus, like, early morning, you don't want to put... A screen close to your eyes, and and then late at night, I feel like the same thing. Like last night, I put it on, and I was just like just getting through some emails, and my wife like came into the bedroom, and she's like, "Nope," <laughs> she <laughs> was so, and, and she told me this morning she was like, "I was pissed," uh, <laughs> because you were working. Well, all I was doing was like checking emails. It's again, and I and I told her I was like, "I'm trying to use this thing, you know, a little bit every day," and it's a struggle, and so. <laughs> So that's one of the things, the hangups that I have with it, it's very isolating because
0: like, as I I know it, you, like you and I can't both be wearing a headset and be seeing the same thing. So they're not connected. I'm sure that'll happen eventually, but you just become immersed in your own world. It's already bad enough that people are glued to their phones. Now you're going to put on goggles and you're going to have like even more like connecting
1: stuff to just you doing your, your thing. Right. It's not going to be on a phone. It's a disconnect for sure. Um, there are neat things about it like just being able to have multiple windows and things like that but I mean I'm kind of like Jake and that like we have a nice work situation sure and again the situation is like when the poo sh- hits the fan and I'm like okay um work stuff needs to get done and they need it like as soon as possible mm-hmm. I'm taking the goggles off I'm yeah. not I'm not like e- you know I've got a good window it's it's easier to work in a Real environment with real monitors and things like that than than the VR set, and poop hits the fan like every day. Like this is like <laughs> oh I've got three hours to get eight hours of work in. That's like so that's such a standard thing for me that it's it's comical <laughs> right where it's right. like and I try I try to just go work crank it out and and it's just yeah it's you you don't want to be like okay I'm put these goggles on you know I'm gonna be a little less productive then you're, you're shooting yourself. Like you'll never do anything yeah. that will make you a little bit less productive. You're not going to, no, I don't have on. time for that. Exactly. You yeah. You yeah. And so, you know, there's neat things about it. Um, the thing that I'm really excited about is writing software for it. Sure. And I've already played around with it and it's awesome. And I'm like really excited to put like maybe two or three little apps out, like really simple stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, um, and there's some other things like I went and I walked on the treadmill with it the other day and I was like, this is kind of cool. Um, we'll talk about this, but, um, you, it does suit itself well for, you know, biking on a trainer sort of, because when I'm in TT position, I've always struggled to be like, okay, I'm going to have some sort of screen on or whatever, or you're watching something, even if it's like you're, even if you're watching Zwift, right. And you're, you know, it's, it's on the table and it's here and you're kind of like down here and you're kind of looking up to see what's going on. And then really you should have your head in the TT position right here With this, with the goggles on, you put that screen wherever you want to. And so it's just a little subtle thing like, oh, I can make this really big and I can have it right here. And I'm not like looking up and straining my neck to see something. So there's little things like that that are great. Where I differ from some of the reviews that are out there is like, I don't want to sweat in this thing. I really don't. I watched uh, Ray's review. Yeah,
0: and he sweat quite a bit, and it mm-hmm. seemed like they did a good job of holding up. Right. But again, you put Lance behind that. I thing, would you
2: sweat just... ruin that thing in yeah. like two weeks. Yeah, like
0: so, dead. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, and all the little pieces cost a bazillion dollars. Yeah. It's like I don't like I'm trying to be so careful with this thing all the time. Like I'm just I'm. You see people like walking or skateboarding with it or going downtown and doing all these cool things. I'm like, I'm not taking this thing anywhere. It's too expensive. It, it basically needs to, like, for me, it's like, we're going to put on our kitty gloves. We're going to, you know, move this thing to the next room. Right. And, like, I, I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I want to use this for certain things where, um, like, I want to review it and I want to write some software for it. Uh, other than that, uh, I I will, I'll definitely use it on the bike trainer, but I'll probably use it until I start to start to sweat and then stop, like put it somewhere else. And I'll do it probably as part of a review. I do think like walking on the treadmill, it's kind of like a sweet spot where you're like, I'm not really going to sweat that much. You know, it's cold enough now that if I'm in my garage, walking on the treadmill, like, oh yeah, I could do this and I could wear these. And I don't think I'd get a ton of work done, but I could probably, you know, scroll through some things, maybe reply to some emails, reply to some text messages, nothing crazy. Um, again, you know, to have like a keyboard and, and really be doing any real work, you wouldn't want to do that on the treadmill anyway. How so, does the keyboard work on that? So a couple of, there's there's a, quite a few ways. So um, I'd say like you can think about the keyboard as about, you can do about four different ways of doing things. One, uh, you can pull up this virtual keyboard and you can put it anywhere you want to and you can literally push your finger through the keys it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Like typing like that. I mean, yeah, you're you're. It's you, one finger, hunt and one peck. finger, and your finger kind of goes onto the device. I can type pretty decently like that. The other way is you look at the key itself. So I'm looking at the letter F for F. This guy sitting next to me who's about to shoot <laughs> off to California. Freaking, yep. Freaking, Freaking. handler. So and then you pinch your finger. You do the standard like pinch move for the Vision Pro, and it picks that up as a basically as a click. Uh, and and so that will work as a way to type as, at first. And I thought that would be faster to like look at the things, duh, 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 duh. Um, but I kept making mistakes, I kept making mistakes and go back and delete stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is not efficient at all. By far the most efficient way is having, you can, you can do two things. You can actually have like a Bluetooth connected keyboard to the vision pro and you can work normally with, with a mouse or mm-hmm. not really. I mean, so you can just type with like a keyboard or whatever. Um, or, uh, a laptop which is actually pretty decent you know you you take your laptop you expand it and it's it's 4k and but the keyboard and all that stuff works on the device and across to other devices so you've got then at that point you've got your computer which you can play anything you can have zwift on it you could have um any sort of computer stuff and then you have uh, additional windows and things like that that are on the vision pro system and then your keyboard and mouse work across the systems okay so
0: not bad. Interesting. Um, So walking on the treadmill, okay, some people have been riding it on Zwift, and it looked pretty cool when I was watching Ray do yep. his thing. And he he kind of said he did sweat in a little bit, yes, yeah. and he worked pretty hard. And I can't remember if he said that he did or did not have the fan on because he was trying to sweat just to see how no, it would No, he do. had him turned off. The The fan inside the goggle or is oh, like, fan
1: outside? The fan just outsides for, he had turned off. The fan in the goggles, I think, I think he has zero control, control over, over that. that so right? because he said
0: zero fogging issues there. So I I think he was trying to see how much he could sweat to see if it would affect it. And it seemed like it was fine. I just don't know if that's going to be a problem over the course of time. But it was kind of neat to see around. And then... I, you have to imagine that at some point in time, I mean, it's going to be kind of the norm and people are going to start to develop apps for this so that when you're like right. on a, a Zwift, like if you're looking at this, like you can actually be in the game and like you could be turning your head and looking around and looking at the riders next to you potentially instead of it having being a screen in there. Could, do you do you see it going that direction? I'm not Maybe. talking about next week, next month or next no, year, but actually, like the next five um, to 10 years. Sure. Zwift
1: could almost, I mean, they could almost flip a switch and do very immersive VR the in in fact quite a long time ago maybe I would say like seven eight years ago I did uh Zwift in VR uh with a VR headset and um they actually have to have like they they do this where they they used to go and they went to different bike shops across the country and they would set up these Zwift stands and they would take people through Zwift VR but they would actually have to have like a a Zwift employee on almost on either side of you and um Because when you turn, you get dizzy and you you get tend to lean. You tend to lean, and you basically will fall off the trainer.
0: Interesting. I didn't think about that. So (laughs) that's a good
1: point. (laughs) And it and and I did it. And I hopped up on there. It was awesome. And it was like the whole time I'm biking, I'm just like this. Like it's hard to do this with a microphone, but like you're looking around the whole time, and it's so gorgeous because you're seeing the Zwift world. And everywhere you turn your head, you can see oh, there's waterfalls oh, there's this, there's that. Back then, there wasn't like the little, what was the little like leader guy? Sloth. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> wasn't there yet. But or
2: Sasquatch. But yeah. you can, Dinosaurs. yeah, none of that
1: stuff was in existence because this was quite a long time ago. But the point is, Zwift had that ready to go. because, And it, a lot of that is because it's built on this gaming engine that's all basically built and ready to go. And then all they have to do is be like, eh, and yeah, add power, we're good. But like, it was pretty cool as a demo but you can tell Zwift's like, yeah, we could do this. We could publish. We could, you know, click publish and we're good. But like they don't want to because it, it, people, people are falling off their people. People are gonna fall off. themselves, yeah. It, it's just not a good experience. It's a kind of and this kind of parallels the Vision Pro as a as a whole. It's like such a cool demo, such a cool experience for a short amount of time. And yeah. then you're like you realize, like, ooh, this is this is not something that they want to go public with. Of course, Apple went public with it, but like I don't think that Zwift is is looking, and I say that with like a, a bit of hesitation because um, there are things that they could do. You could do like a wraparound environment where the screen is really big and has a little bit of curvature to it, where you really feel like you're in it a little bit. Where it's not the 3D VR where you when you look this way you see a waterfall and you you lean into turns and things like. That. So I think they could try to. F- there there might be a medium in, like a middle ground in there where they could kind of like do more immersive stuff, but not necessarily feel yeah. what super, if, super. What if somebody immersive?
0: like a, a Wahoo jumped into this equation and then created something with like their kicker bike that could have a little bit of a lean to it. Not so much that you're going to fall over cause you don't have the inertia like working yeah. against you, yeah, it's, <laughs> but you can maybe make it feel
1: that way, but you're not going to fall off. I don't know if there's like a happy medium in there, but I, I, I think it's you, the part that you mentioned, the emer- inertia, the inertia bit is like, it's, It's very critical in biking. Yeah. It's so funny like that you get on these training platforms and we spend so much time on it and you're like, oh, we're missing a big piece of this that we don't realize the physical part of like riding a bike, having the balance and all these pieces. And it has to do with the movement that you don't get on a trainer. And you see that
2: in people who like do most of their training, you know, training on a trainer or on a Peloton and then they go to ride outside and they crash. Yeah. And you're like wait, just because it's, it's moving different. that fast is different in the real world than it is on any virtual yeah. platform. Yeah. And
1: and there could be like if they if Swift had like a straight road that never turned with I don't know, like pretty things to look at, then like yeah, maybe. Like I just don't I don't think that it's like it seems like a bad idea and who knows what Ziff is might they might just be like, Yeah, we'll go for it and people can you know, it'll be funny when people crash. I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I I have this feeling that they've had the the ability to do it for so long and they haven't done it because there's a reason that they're not doing it. It's 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 dangerous. You have to think though that good.
0: with all of these devices coming out that they're like you said, there might be a happy medium in there. They're, they're yeah. going to be doing something. I mean, even as it stands, just being yeah. able to pull up that screen and see like Zwift and like move your head around or like make it bigger, or smaller, or whatever. I mean, that's kind of cool, but to have that be more immersive, that, that that's going to happen.
1: It has to happen. Cause that's what people want. But it's, again, but the, it's just, are you sure? Because like the more immersive is great except for when you're moving (laughs) because you're in VR. If you're on, if you're even walking on a treadmill and it's immersive, you're falling down. Right. right. I mean, it is not going to take much unless you have some sort of like hoist system.
2: (laughs) to hold you there. Get
1: your loins hoisted.
2: (laughs) Okay. Do you remember the movie ready player one? Yeah. Okay. So this is all like that Steven Spielberg movie. Very much like that. Ready player one where, where everybody had these virtual sets and the really spendy ones had Hoist systems (laughs) had loin hoist systems. (laughs) Loins. You gotta hoist the loin. Where it kept them in a certain area while they were gaming. I
1: mean, even like uh, with this Apple Vision Pro, they have some like immersive setups or whatever. They're really, really impressive. Last night I was just like, because I hadn't really played around with them, but like they have like you can go to this movie theater, you can go to the Avengers Tower, and you can sit in the top of the tower and you can, you know, watch a movie up there, or you can go to uh, Tatooine and Star Wars and you can watch the movie theater there and when you look yeah, at it cool. when you look at the demos you're like oh that's uh that's okay. but then you get in it and you're like holy smokes this looks everything looks real <laughs> and you're and you're like because I was just sitting in bed supposed to be doing my emails or whatever but I'm looking around and like I'm you're looking around and I'm like holy moly it's so detailed but at the same time it's like Uh, you you need to be sitting like you or like the best would be like one of these chairs that we're sitting in right now where you can kind of roll around and and go around in circles and be in a safe place but you do not want to be moving at all in fact there's some safety protocols on the apple vision pro where it's like if you start to move it's the the world starts to zoom out so you can be like oh don't run into stuff
2: okay so then how are these working where like Ray rode his bike yeah. outside with the
1: because uh there the pass through so you can turn pass through on and off with a dial so you can dial the pass through oh, okay. and so so by default everything's real world. I could have had I could have the Vision Pro's on right now and I could see you guys because there's cameras pointing at you guys and then there's two screens yeah, and it would display you guys. Yeah, you're
0: still looking at a projected image from a, a little right. from a TV so screen So yeah, exactly. your
1: vision is blacked out like the reality is you're just seeing a screen of these people and so it's pretty impressive at how good the pass-through is. Um, like, I, I feel comfortable walking around my house. What's I the feel... latency like? Is, do you notice that at all? No, you don't notice it at all. Um, <laughs> there's lots of videos of people like playing ping pong or whatever with these on. It's so impressive. It's good. Uh, the detail isn't quite what you would hope for, right? Because you're looking at a screen of people. not. And so if I was sitting here with you guys you'd be fine, but it's still a screen of you guys. And then if I looked out Jake's window, I'd be like, oh, I can't really tell what that is. It's not that clear. Uh, You look at your watch or anything close at all, and you're like, oh, I need to go like this. And then kind of, you just kind of, it's just not quite as good because cameras don't have the either distance or like macro close view or whatever to be able to see things, whereas your eyes are really good at stuff like that. So, um, Maybe in the future that stuff would get better. I don't know. Uh, but then in Ray's situation where he's biking with it, which, again, that's not smart. Uh, I think Ray would be okay with me saying that. It's just like he's biking with this thing, and one of the things I have a hard time with is seeing things that are far away because you don't have... You can't sight the, them. Yeah, exactly. It's you, just you, fuzzy. You don't have like... I mean, the cameras aren't built for that. Um, it, yeah, it would be...
2: And he's riding like on a, like a forest (laughs) trail. It's
0: it's a forest trail in Florida on a road bike with like (laughs) road tires. And it's like kind of sandy. And yeah, he's
1: classic Ray. He's like, now let's go really
0: fast. I'm like, dude. And he was doing a screen recording so that he could, you know, basically show everybody what he was seeing when he was riding. He's lucky he didn't kill himself. And the screen recording stopped and everything went dark.
1: It just all went dark. And he's like, oh, crap. So (laughs) he didn't (laughs) crash, (laughs) thankfully. But yeah, it's, it's. The the whole point is, like, all of the light seals and things around it, it's trying to keep any reality out from the goggles. So when those things go out, you are blacked, blacked out. blacked
2: out, yeah.
1: So not good, not good. Not smart, Ray. Not smart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right. have him on the podcast, too, at some point. We can talk about it because that would be fun, and he'll have some good insights. I think he's going to sell his. Uh, I don't think he's going to keep it. Um, what about you? No, I'm going to keep Well, they'll, you're going to be writing I'm, code for him, so you kind of need him, right? I'm gonna be writing code for them. I enjoy that part of it. Uh, it'll probably sit on my desk a lot and not get a ton of use. To be honest, huh. um, I could. I, I w- I'm be very tempted to sell it. I but uh, the market might get flooded with these too. The post post market or whatever. But I don't know. I just I my my review will probably come out and I'll just be like, this is one of the most coolest products. But like, it's a firm. Don't buy. You know, people should go to Apple and they should experience it for themselves for sure. They should slip them on and and just go through the demos, all the wow stuff. But like, leave your wallet at home. Like, how r- much are they? Three thousand five hundred dollars for the cheapest one. <laughs> oh, really? For the cheapest one. Oh my gosh! Maybe you should start renting them out. Yeah, there you go. I gotta There's make that money back. Thing. Exactly, Jake. You come over. Hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, hundred dollars. Okay, so to get back to the
0: question well, spatial computing is going to be something huge. I I have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to be massive. And then if you look at where we're at in in just in time with this, we're just on the the forefront of this. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen over the next five to 10 years. But if you think about spatial computing, and then you marry that with where we're at and what's going on with AI, and you bring those two things together, these next five to 10 years are going to be bonkers insane. there's gonna yeah. be so much that's going to change in the next five to ten years it's gonna be crazy don't necessarily need to get into that but how is this going to affect cycling how are we gonna use this and one of the things that I'm very curious about yeah. is like is there going to be like a a little brother or a light version that that nece- it's not going to be the same immersive thing but maybe they start using the same I don't know technology and put it into glasses you're not yeah. looking through necessarily like like a like a A TV monitor kind of thing where it's like a camera is displaying what you're actually seeing, but you actually see. But, and we've seen some products come out on the market that have kind of delved into this a little bit, like, you
2: know, like heads up displays on glasses. Exactly.
0: You have to imagine that something like that's going to come down the line that's going to be kind of like a
2: light version of the Apple Vision Pro. Right. Once my whole friggin' bike computer was. Heads In my heads-up display, heads up display yeah. and it didn't affect my vision. Yeah, that's like yeah. yes. Then you don't. Yes. Th- yeah,
0: you no longer need a computer, and if it's like tied to your phone, um, you, you just don't need a computer. So, <laughs> is is Apple going to make something that's going to be like next gen crazy stuff that like right. makes Wahoo and and Garmin obsolete
1: and Hammerhead? Probably not, or at least not well, right now. But that's actually an interesting question, just because. Apple has done some interesting stuff on the bike front. They've iterated there from their Apple Watch. You can display all of your metrics onto your phone. Sure. And you can use your phone as a bike computer. And it's nice. It's a beautiful display. Works well in direct sunlight. It's, yep. um, you look at it next to a bike computer and you're like, oh, that's that's big and nice. And <laughs> it's, I don't know. I mean.
0: It's sometimes too big, but
1: that's yeah. neither here nor there. just, you know. You know, would this end up in glasses? I think eventually, but it's, it's just such a long way away. I think that Apple will iterate on this device. It'll get smaller. It'll change. It'll kind of flow in the direction that people would want it. Like they, I think they could easily get rid of the front glass and and do something simpler that way, mm-hmm. um, to reduce the price and things like that. Use more affordable manufacturing techniques and things and get the weight down because mm-hmm. it, it does have some weight to it. Uh, Moving all the way to glasses seems like a big jump because, again, very possible, and I do think that that's probably coming in the future. It's just tricky. Um, there's some huge benefits to it, right? Like we talked through, we talked about the pass through stuff. Yeah, if they didn't have to worry about doing that, then you're, you know, then then all these problems are so much better, right? Like seeing far away, biking with right. it, taking it running, and all of that stuff is just fantastic. You wear it all the time that is a product that is like a home run and my gut feeling is that like apple is doing this product that is not a home run with the goal of being like we're gonna iterate and we're gonna have all this stuff ready to go when technology is ready 10 years from now for glasses yeah um maybe it's not 10 years but i don't know and maybe they'll come up with something where there's a a happy medium where you have glasses and and it's the, you know, the display's not quite as good or you're not going to want to watch movies with it, but you can do, I don't know, some basic stuff. On
0: if you this. just think about the stuff that you're going to do on the
1: daily, I mean, you can kind of liken it to
0: like, you're going to do like your heavy lifting with your computer. Mm-hmm. You're going to do some of the light lifting with your iPad. You're going to do your mobile, like on the go stuff with your phone. It all kind of works together. And you yeah. have to pick the weapon of choice based on what you have going on. So yeah, I don't need Vision Pro to go out and do a bike ride, but if they had like a light version of that, that just maybe not pro or whatever that that had glasses Just glasses like Mm -hmm. i would love to have that you could use that for daily life for doing just about anything and everything right i wouldn't want people to necessarily
1: see what i'm seeing i I think that might be kind of weird but i don't it's so tricky because the uh, the amount of technology currently like they've got this thing jam-packed with like and like it has an m2 processor it's like it's basically as powerful as this laptop and it's Or in a a lot of ways, more powerful because it's got two processors in there. It's got an M2 and like what they call the R1 processor, where it's handling all like multiple cameras and depth sensors. And it's figuring all this stuff out so that it can display things and put things in certain places and remember locations. So it's got a lot of tech in there. It is a thick device that is heavy. So how long is it going to take for that to get to the point where they can put it in glasses? seems like a long time.
0: I don't know. I think they need
1: to think off about how far they've come just in the last
0: ten years alone. Ten and years, yeah. So I'm, I'm going forward ten years. It's going to be bonkers. Phones... But I, I think that a lot has happened, or will happen, or there's so much going on right now with you know like big advancements in like the hardware, and then big mm-hmm. advancements in the software, and they're pushing the industry, and people are trying to be competitive, and there's all of that stuff is driving innovation, and it's going to yeah.
1: make it, I think, happen a lot faster than we think it is. Yeah. I think a lot of people are complaining about the battery pack where you basically you connect this problem. battery pack and you have this cord hanging off yep, of you and yeah, you put the yeah. pack in your in your pocket and it's one of the it's a huge complaint for people and it it feels very like unapple it's not very clean and I don't disagree with that my counter argument is like no they need to offload more to that pack they need to have it be lighter weight if you want to if you want to get to glasses you Mm got to offsite that you know offload that processor offload batteries you can't have glasses that are massive glasses need to be somewhat lightweight right so you're gonna have to offload all of that somewhere
2: into a pack it seems like it and and a pack already is as big as a cell phone or bigger and it probably needs to be double or triple that size. Yep.
1: If they wanted to, if they wanted to use similar technology, and who knows, who knows what they'll do. I think the rumors are for like glasses and stuff that they're working with. That it, it would be like kind of tethered to your phone, where the phone actually does a lot of the heavy lifting, and then the glasses just do are like a light little yep. display. Yep. But um, yeah, I don't know if if Apple would do a, a mediocre product or if they would like try to get the vision technology in something like a pair of glasses,
0: don't know. I think that
1: that would be a home run. I, honestly, I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And I think it will be, but I just think that we're a long ways off.
0: Define long ways, Matt. Legram. 10 years. 10 years. You think it's that far, huh?
1: I don't know. It, 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 you know, you just, it's a, it's a cool experience. You're like, you look at it and you're like, yep, this is the future. Yep. This is the future not the present (laughs) Um, because it's like, okay, the UI and how you interact with things, it's all very good and you can tell it'll get better over time, but it's just like, man, those headsets, no one's going to want to wear those headsets. Yeah, Well, the headset's been kind of a long time coming. They've been talking about this for some time now
0: and they launched it it just landed in people's hands what within the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to imagine that they're well into already working on the version two, Gen two of this thing. Yeah, yeah. And Supposedly, there's
1: like a Apple Vision Air would be like the next product name, which this is rumors, right? Where it would be a lighter weight version, sure, at a lighter price, makes a lot of sense. And I think that there's a lot of things that they could get rid of, and I don't think anyone would be too upset about it. Yeah. the big glass display across yeah, the front yeah, like that's can, just unnecessary it. that yeah. it's more of a novelty thing like yeah. look at my eyes yeah and yeah, they, they i think Apple's realized like that you know well yeah, we're launching with this but they made a
0: big splash forward. and they sold a lot of these things they yeah, made
1: they a crap ton of money but how many people are apple has a 14 day return policy Ooh. how many people return them
0: that's a good question.
1: I, don't I know. bet you it's massive, and they won't disclose that number, but I'm sure people will start to like chime in. I mean, if it was if it was ten percent, that'd be insane. That'd be massive. Yeah. for a product, and I bet you it's much more than that. You think so? Yeah. Wow. That's my gut feeling. I think I'll, so. I've been watching this space a lot, and there's just a lot of people that buy it. They get it home, similar experience to me, right? Where they get it home and they use it, and it's like, oh, there's this problem and this problem and this problem, and I'm not using it as much as I thought I would. Or they kind of get sold on the promise, like, "Oh, I am gonna work in this thing, and I am gonna have multiple monitors, and it kind of is okay at some of that stuff." Or like, "This is gonna be my best. This is gonna be my best um, theater room slash movie watching thing." And I am like, "Oh, it's kind of like that, but it's it's not perfect. It's like, it's just not there yet." And I think all these people that are returning are like, "I'll get my money back." And when they come up with version two or three. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it again. Yeah. You know? I did read so. an article that alluded to the fact that
0: even like Apple employees that were speaking like yep. candidly, were saying this thing is not going to be perfect until gen three or four. Yeah. And it's not going to be something that you're really going to want to go out and spend your money on until yeah. you get to that point up until then. I mean, it's got some great upsides like you've talked about, but yeah. for
1: me it's, it's a pass. Like, yeah. do I want to put you one on and play with it? Come Absolutely. over and yeah. totally like yeah. do the demo thing. Let it like, like I said, leave your wallet at home, but like, you'll you'll see stuff and it's like oh this is really cool there you know the demo that i think everyone would want to do would be like there's this dinosaur and it comes right at you my wife sure. is like on the couch and she was like freaking out like she's like oh <laughs> like it's very real but sh- i don't think she's put it on since because there's not like a I mean, again, she's busy. She's so busy. Yeah, that, like, a, a big no upside for it. those
0: things right now, for me at least, yeah. is like if you're traveling, if you're going on yep. a long plane flight, and you want to sit there and watch movies in like a theater. Well, mm. that's another question I have for you. Like, does it have speakers on it?
1: Do you have yeah. to pair it with like uh, some AirPods? Or you control? can you uh, if you have the latest um, Apple AirPod Pros, the you can you can pair it and it will do some spatial audio stuff that's really impressive, but. Um, it has speakers that are spatial audio speakers that are built into it. They're kind of on the band. Can everybody
0: hear those though? Yeah. So that's a bit of a problem. You don't want that when you're on yeah. a plane or sitting in bed and someone's sleeping next to you and you're yeah. trying to watch a movie. Like mm-hmm. you don't want that. So you got to put something they're, else in they're
1: there. They're not super loud. They they are. They're. I don't feel the need to put headphones on most of the time like if i'm using this i'm trying to use it by myself i'm not trying to use it in front of people that's fine but so, like if if your if wife's the there if your wife's there and she's doing something
0: else or reading a book or something like yeah. that she's not gonna want to hear what's going on in your your headset right right i think my wife's
1: at the point now where she's not going to want to be around me when i like <laughs> last night was, last night was bad she, was she just, just like,
2: walked in and went
1: nope <laughs> just she was angry this morning too that's hilarious she was mad So, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, there's some just really cool things that um, the content that's made specifically for it is so good. It's like uh, I watched this. I'm not like an Alicia Keys fan or anything like that. But I watched this thing where she basically did like a rehearsal and they had these like different cameras around the studio that she was in. And, man, it is impressive. You're like, oh, you can see the like, I mean, it's just like so detailed. It's so 3D. And. You're walking around, you just feel like you're sitting in the studio and like you see like when she's close to the camera, you're like, oh, you can just see her skin and like the pores on her skin. Like you're like everything's very clear and the music was good and I was just using the speakers that are built into the um, the headset. I was like, wow, this is super impressive. And the more stuff that they record using that technology The better of a of a sales piece this is to where it's like no there is content yeah there's currently there's not a ton of content right now it's another um, one of my issues with this thing is there's not a ton of content but like the content that they have is really impressive there was another one where this girl was um, in Norway and she was doing like the what do they call it when they do the tight tight tightrope walking like I don't know um, slack 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 slacklining yeah and man the drone work that they had or however they filmed it. I don't know. Some of it, I was like, how do they film this? But it was, it was so good. And you can just look around, like you can just be like, and I'm looking off a cliff and you know, it's, it's, it's very impressive. (laughs) Did you ever deal with any vertigo or anything like that? I've been feeling okay. Um, There's definitely times where uh, I don't like, there's things like, um, when you have these screens that are close to your eyes and you're like, oh, it's nighttime and if you're watching, if you're like watching a movie or something like that, then you've got flashing things and I just don't think that that's good for you. That's my feeling. There's, it's like, oh, this there's is... There's a
0: lot to be said about that as well. Like, what are the long-term studies going to yeah. come out and say? I mean, it's already bad enough like how it's changed our psychology and it's changed our sleeping habits and all of these mm-hmm. other things that, that have come right. out as being problematic with phones. Yep. How is this going to affect that?
1: I just think like you have these two high resolution sc- screens and they're basically here they're basically what has what is that an inch inch and a half away from your eyes sure and any it's it's remarkably good but i don't think flashing lights it, it, i'm just thinking i'm like i'm looking at this stuff where i'm like you know do i want to put this on in the morning no do i want to watch a movie tonight no. No, (laughs) you know, like I I'd almost rather have my phone at like an arm's distance in some ways. I don't know. It's I think a lot of us are like, wow, that the higher resolution having this huge, big screen. A lot of people are, you know, they they, the percentage of people that watch our YouTube stuff. Yeah, it's all on the phone, right? It's like what is 80 percent of the people are just watching on our phone or whatever. It's like they could go watch it on their TV, but that's, you know, a trip down to the. Whatever, the living room to, to watch it.
0: There's a lot of people that are watching YouTube on TV now. It's like I, it's I a lot bigger than you would think. I was just yeah. watching
1: some statistics or yes. a show
0: on that, but it, it's crazy. But it's getting it's, yeah, which yeah. is good
1: for us. I mean, like we put a lot of effort into these videos. We're doing four K videos and and Yeah. Yeah, it's it's best if you watch it on the the TV, but but most or I mean, when it's convenient to watch it. Like yeah. my last video, did you watch it on the phone? You probably did. Yeah. Yeah, it's or possibly my,
0: my, uh, my laptop, too. But Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You need to get going here pretty soon. Yes, I know that, Matt. Um, prime. Exactly. Do you want to do one last thing, or do you have anything
1: else that you want to say about this before Lance and I talk behind your back when you leave? I would suggest people check it out and, <laughs> um, and see what they think. Uh, I will try to get a review out. I'm hoping that I'll have multiple videos uh, I, one of the things that one of the big questions that i had for this was like what's it like for working and yeah. so i wanted to just make that video even though it doesn't have as much to do with my channel as some of the other content but i will do like a you know what are the exercising apps that you can actually use this with this thing uh currently zwift has selected not to actually um allow their, their app- application on this device there's ways around it but like I mean, you can just run it on your laptop. You run and on your laptop, pull the yep. laptop. But why,
0: why are they? Why would they opt to not do that?
1: Um, is it part of that whole safety concern? May, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I I think that a lot of people were just a little bit scared, and they didn't want to just throw their stuff up. And in ca- you know, just so kind of sit back and wait and see if it takes back, and see if it's Because it's
0: an inherent cost for them to have to do that. I'm guessing at some
1: point. But my Rovi was on there, which is another app, and I I downloaded that immediately. Yep. Um, And, you know, so like hopefully today I can get on the bike trainer and maybe film myself, you know, doing some of that. I do think I'll film myself on the treadmill again. Um, Yeah, it's I I mean, I think people are curious, like, what's this for what's this like for exercise? I'm happy to go over those details with people in a video. Um, My bigger question was like, can you get work done with this thing? And the answer is kind of sort of. but. (laughs) Not efficient. Kind of, sort of, but it's not great. Yeah, Can you just speak real quick? Yep. And this is something that I have have a curiosity about. Sure.
0: People have said it's not that big of a deal, but the, the weight of it,
1: do you feel that weight on your neck? Does it feel like it's putting a strain on your there's, head? There's different headsets and, that, you, that come with it, and um, you can tell that Apple really wanted the one that looks the best to actually work well, um, and that's a really nice band that goes straight around the back of your head, and uh, it's awesome it doesn't take the the, enough of the weight off of the front of the device. There's another band that has like one that comes a strap that comes across the top. And that one works better. Um, I, I, the weight has been okay for me, it's with the older, with the other band, that's kind of the nicer band that they have. They're right. That people are, people are right. That that's not a good option for people. And so, um, people are going to end up using the kind of cheaper strap option. I actually saw that, um, there's, a group of people that are actually buying an extra one of those really nice straps and strapping it across the top. So it's basically like two nice straps as opposed to that. And I think that would be extremely comfortable. Um, I do think that, you know, if you can get the fit, okay, you could do a long day in it. You could probably do a five or eight hour day with those things on. It's not something I would recommend. I think typically after 45 minutes, you're ready to be done. So it's
0: about what 600 ish grams ish. Somewhere in there? I don't remember. I think that's what I heard somewhere, but...
1: Probably depends, like, on, like, there's all these pieces that kind of... The light seals and things like that, they're, like, magnetically attached. So it depends on, like, how much stuff you take off and put on, and then the size of the... Like, there's different sizes of things. Mm -hmm. So it's probably somewhere between, like, 600 and 700, depending on which size piece you choose. Yeah. So we can look at that. Oh, one other question. How long
0: does the battery last?
1: Um... It's not that great. Depends on what you're doing. If you're watching a movie, it's like two. It's about two and a half, three hours. If you're, um, you know, multitasking and doing a lot of things, I think you're burning through more battery uh, with multiple windows and things like that. Um, could be as low as two or two and a half hours. Uh, but you can like either daisy chain a um, battery pack to the battery pack, or you can plug directly into the wall and give you a little bit more battery life. So if you're so.
0: sitting at your desk, you can stay plugged in, yeah. keep it topped off, and then... You're you're
1: connected to a cord that's connected to the wall at that point. Yeah, but, but if you have I, to get up, you just, just disconnect and go, right? Right? Yes, and there's other things like... Um, this happened to me last night where it's like, if you have the battery pack in your pocket, which you usually, you might do, and then you put the headset down to go to the bathroom or something like that, that packet's still in your pocket. You're gonna drag your expensive headset um, across the room if you if you forget to take it out of your pocket. So sure. lots of little things about having a tethered battery or being tethered to the wall that are not ideal. Correct. So, hmm. do you love it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I like it, and it's a wow experience, and I don't regret the purchase. But it's one of those things where I'm fairly confident that people should skip it. Gotcha. Yeah. Wait for future iterations or just skip it altogether? No, I think wait for future iterations because they're going to fix some stuff in software, which is going to really help a lot. And then they're going to the next version will be significantly better. They'll figure some stuff out. Um, Three or four versions down the road will be a good product. Again, I still wonder, like even after three or four years, is it like some of the fundamental problems where you're like, yeah, but I still don't want to work in this thing. Like yeah. you just end up being like, um, you know, one of those things that's like awesome product, but it's missing that like it's not serving a purpose where you're more productive with it.
0: Exactly, if it makes you more productive and it makes yeah. your work process more enjoyable. That's right. when people will push forward into that. Yeah, I don't think until- like your phone
1: makes you more productive. Absolutely, you can answer emails, you can get sure. stuff done, you can respond to text messages and things like that. And in this product, in my opinion, doesn't make people more productive. And I, unless and okay, and I should, I should say like if you're writing software for it, then that's kind of weird. But yeah, but then or if you're like working in three D, then absolutely there might be some things where. Being able to see it with a lot of detail would be really nice, and this would be able to do that yeah. for you. So,
0: the code or the,
1: the software that you're mm-hmm. going to write for is it going to be a self
0: serving thing? Is it yeah. something that yeah. you definitely would... think that
1: little things that I want? Okay, nothing big anything yeah. that you can disclose? Or are you going to make us well? Wait? Um, the one thing that I've written already is like a, just a shelled out YouTube app where you can have your own YouTube app right now. Okay, so, when it launched, uh, both like there's quite a few companies that didn't that selected to not be a part of it. So like YouTube, Netflix, um, Spotify, um, a whole bunch of companies are just like, yeah, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And so I made a YouTube app. And so now there's, instead of using the browser, you can use the YouTube app. So that's
0: kind of cool. It's
1: okay. I can put it out there and it's free for people to download. If they have a vision pro, check it out um wait but did you already put it out no i haven't put oh. it out yet but I'll, i i need to like make an icon for it and post it and go through the apple approval process and things like that but i i don't even know maybe apple won't approve that i don't know if that goes against any of their rules i don't know we'll find out but i'm just gonna see what happens but um i do think that youtube will turn around and be like yeah we'll make an app for this mm-hmm. It'll, it's not gonna be that hard for them to do yeah
0: well i spatial computing is going to be something that's going to be massive in my opinion. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's just like, the more I think about it, it kind of gets my head spinning and, and the things that you could potentially do with Mm -hmm. this, if they can hit those marks, I think it's going to be massive. And again, if you marry that
1: to AI, we're kind of in a renaissance of both areas. There was um, someone I was having a discussion with and they are like, I think tech is going to be really slow the next 10 years. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, AI is about to explode. Like it's exploding 2023 was a big year for AI. I was like, it's gonna get everywhere. I mean, it is everywhere and it's gonna be massive. It's yeah. It, it already disagree. is and people
0: just don't even know it. I mean, it, it's it's it, everywhere. It's
1: viral in terms of like how it's spreading and
0: being used in different applications, yeah. and we're just at the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You marry that to spatial computing,
1: and we're gonna be living in the future very, very soon. My gut feeling is that spatial computing is cool and that it will be a very neat interface in 10 years, like I said. But I, I think AI is is massive. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. I don't yeah. disagree with you.
1: I think it's it's much then bigger. It's yes. a different scale than, yeah. than spatial computing.
0: And it's just going to be crazy to see how these things come together and what We've it's going to so. do to the world. It, it really is going
2: to be bonkers. Yeah, I, it's it, going to be wild. It's a fascinating conversation. Yeah.
0: It's one of those things that I, I love seeing this stuff. And sometimes it kind of irks me a little bit. Like it, it, there are certain facets of AI that, that kind of upset me. Yeah. Um, you know, setting aside all of like, your deep fakes and, and right. the way people a lot are of problems. Using, I, one of the things that I really don't like is how AI is used in stuff like videography and photography to help people not learn the process of what really goes into mm. taking a good picture and making sure that it's edited right. Like, there's so many people... that are you
1: a Luddite that's just like, hey, no. uh, we need to be... Everything needs to be on film. You need to learn how to process no, film. You need to be in dark rooms. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> because <laughs> but, yeah. maybe you are. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There's just... There's something lost to it. You know, and there, there, There's I, a certain element that is lost to it, right? Like, because we went through the trenches like i used to have a dark room when i was making you know i did photography at the university and it was like you could do cool things in the dark room and now you're like everything is easy to do in Lightroom. Yeah. but then you learn all of those tools yeah. and then like maybe ai is this next tool where I, I
0: guess i should have been a little bit more specific like you go out and you take a beautiful picture right. and, and somebody else can go take a beautiful picture but or, or just a, an okay picture one. but yeah they just go and they can generate like like all the stuff that you can do with Photoshop and these other apps now, just yep. to plug in like, Oh, I want the trees to look this way, I want the sky to look like that wasn't the picture you took. That's just mm. an AI generated version of what you think that picture could be. I mean right. Sky replacement it, it, is a classic
1: example, yeah, right? Where like, it's like, no,
0: pe- sunset wasn't really like that. Yeah. People use that stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that, that irks me a little bit. Like yeah. I have no problem using Lightroom. I mean you're you're basically going out and you're gonna capture this beautiful composition and you get great, you know, dynamic range and then mm. and then having the ability to go take what you took in front of your computer, and then tweak r- it, tweak it, make it yep. look like what you saw in your eye. Yeah. You know, I don't like the whole like let's take an HDR photo. Oh, we're getting in the weeds here. Take an HDR yeah, photo, yeah. and like you're kind of pushing everything to the limits, and like these colors that just they exist, obviously, but that's not what it really looks yeah. like. That that stuff kind of bothers me a little bit. But I don't, I just don't like the generative fill stuff per se. It mm-hmm. is kind of nice sometimes for some it of your p- pictures to take things out. Yep. But when people start adding things in, I'm like, yeah, come on, man, <laughs> that, that's not the way, the way that picture was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, weeds. That was a rant.
1: Weeds. That was a rant. Yeah. Anyway, Can you um, guys come over sometime. Try this thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'll be over there soon. Not, maybe not when my kids are all like <laughs> sick, but <laughs> soon as they're on the mend. Do you got a one last thing for us before you jet out of here? Um, yeah. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. I'm gonna post a top ten GPS watches video soon, uh, and then I'll probably get into some of this Apple Vision Pro review stuff. Like I said, I want to make something for kind of. Um, sports side of things where we're talking about like the apps that are available for bike trainers and you know what you could potentially do on a treadmill or whatever and then uh, probably a different video that's like is this thing functional for work kind of want to take on those two two topics i'll talk about more stuff like the things that i think apple should fix right away and stuff like that too so probably quite a few videos coming up talking about the vision pro because i'm excited to see you spread out a little bit yeah, I know. I thought about that. I'm like, I don't think I should be talking about this topic because bu- it doesn't fit my channel. But then I'm like, who cares? Just uh, talk about whatever I there, want to. There
0: there will be crossover there at some point in time. There will be a sports yeah. application and people are curious about this stuff and you do a really good job with it. So, I'm proud of you. I thought Kudos. I thought
1: Ray's video was really good. Yeah. I thought it was re- I was like, well, I'm not doing that." <laughs> 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 but good for Ray for doing it. Right so. on. Cool. All right, thanks, Matt. All right. Cool. We'll catch you later. Hey, Lance. What? What
0: do you want out of spatial computing? How's that going to make your cycling experience even better?
1: You want to take it on the road? And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Just to drive it. I,
2: you know, <clears throat> I'm still learning about all this stuff. I, I, it, it's not as intriguing to me because I am, I am prone to <laughs> to sickness. I'm prone to motion sickness. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, like, I go to Disneyland or to Universal Studios. I don't ride the virtual rides. I it, like it Star
0: Tours is like a no no go for you. Yeah, it. it is a no it, go. I think that gets everybody just a little yeah. bit. To be completely honest with you, but you know the, the Vision Pro, like I, I'm not thinking that that's something that we're going to be wanting to use while we're on a bike. If there's a, a a glass version, like a sunglass version of that, yeah, where we can start to have everything in a heads up display. In normal vision. In normal vision, there there's something there. Yeah. I mean, it. there have been things in the past. That there have been, like, like you and I were talking about this before the podcast, like Garmin came out with this thing that you could clip onto your glasses and it paired with your computer and right. it would give you like a projected thing up on your glasses it looked stupid it was kind of clunky i don't know how well it worked i never i think i sold one of them to somebody and i don't think that that person even used it for all that long yeah, yeah. but there there is a need there like if you had something though where you don't have this like if you could somehow get some glasses or have something that attaches to the glasses that's very subtle that somehow displays the the smarter people will figure this out sure and you could have like all of your speed and your um heart rate monitor and your power meter, all that stuff. And then like you can that somehow would be fantastic if you could tie in like the Garmin uh radar. And the, the camera in there, if you could have, like, a little heads-up display of, like, the car coming up what, behind what's you. What's the
2: car doing behind you? That'd be great. That
0: would be incredible. Like, if you yeah. could have that stuff up there. Or if you've got, like, maybe, like, a virtual coach that's in your peripheral that you can hear and see or whatnot. They're like, hey, here's just – get that up. You're, you're, you're you know, just kind of coaching along down the road. Something like that might be kind of neat.
2: Yeah. That's the kind of stuff with cycling. But that's – that's different than spatial so
0: computing,
2: computing, sort of. But, but, th- but there's, a heads-up display kind of stuff yeah. could be very cool.
0: But maybe your glasses can do the spatial computing to a certain degree, and maybe you can turn that off for when you're out there on your ride, so that you're, you know, just babes- getting the information that you want to see. You don't want yeah. to be watching movies and stuff like that when you're out riding, because you're going to be distracted. But I don't. Know. I, I I think that there's a play there. I don't know if that qualifies as spatial computing. Maybe. But I I see that what they're doing with the Apple Vision Pro and being able to you know make everything smaller and and, and have this crazy immersive experience I see things being able to spin off of that that are sure. going to be a huge win for the cycling community. Matt alluded to the whole vertigo issues with you know like the people in Zwift doing their whole VR deal. I would. I, I don't know. I, I see what he's saying. I would want to try it and see if like, all right, is this just some like schmo that just doesn't have any balance and they're going to fall off right. of their bike? Or, or really affect- can you, can you counterbalance some of these things without like, you know, having people feel like they're actually going to fall off if they're leaning into something? I, I don't know. But I think that there's something there for riding indoors as well. Like if you can negate the whole sweat factor and then be right. immersed inside of a ride and what you're looking at is like a road and it, I don't know if I would necessarily want this in like Zwiffland, but if it was more of like, you know, like seeing actual real world
2: stuff, like you're riding and you're using like Google Maps. Dude, not only that, but what if, what if you could watch something like I'm in the middle of the Peloton in the final 5K of a sprint stage? Sure. How crazy would that, if you could see that in 3D virtually, what that would actually be like? Yeah. Um, that would be a very cool experience. Uh, taking people scuba diving that have never that that aren't in a position where they could go scuba diving and yeah. having that kind of experience, skydiving, uh, yeah. you know, those types of things could be, I think, could be really cool yeah. in this. That field. would be great for the people that can't. So, like let's say they're yes. handicapped or they're just yes. not able. I don't
0: want people to start thinking that they're having these experiences and they're just turning into this. Bump of a or just this blob of Correct. flesh sitting on their couch. It's like the, the was it Wally? It
2: know? was Wally. Yeah, I don't want it. I Everybody don't want that exactly. Their their, their bones shrunk mm. because they quit moving.
0: Yeah, yeah. but mm. you start thinking about too, like you know, lactate monitors and and all of the different things that you can have and oh, just yeah. know exactly what's going on with your body and you glucose monitoring. You're training and you're getting all of the stuff in the heads up display and it's just displayed right there. You don't have to like scroll through pages on your your bike computer. Yeah. Or I'm sure at some point in time too the you know the AI that's going to be managing it, or whatever the 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 ability for it to recognize your voice. If right. if you say, "Hey, pull up this," and it pulls it up right away, that that's the stuff that I want. Or, "Hey, I don't want to see my heart rate right now because I don't want to be reminded that I'm about ready to puke." You know, right? That kind and of stuff. And it just removes it. Yes, yeah. and it knows your voice so that you know Lance doesn't roll up next to you and say turn on this and then rolls <laughs> and
2: or with you. How much longer to the top of this climb yeah. or, you know, what's the weather like in, you know, 30 miles over. If I head that direction, Yeah, that kind of stuff would yeah. be really cool. D- based
0: on your, uh, your current riding conditions, your heart rate, your power output and the, the, the wind and all these other things, this is how long it's going to take you to get to the top of this climber. This is how long it's going to take for you to finish this, this segment, just to give you much more detailed information, that stuff, is the stuff that I absolutely want to see, and it's the stuff that I love. And I, I, I think I was starting to say this before, but like that's one of the things that I get. Obviously, like you're, we're all going to die at some point. We're all going to leave this earth. We are get an expiration date. Who knows when that's going to be? You know, and obviously, you're going to miss your family and all this stuff. But that's these are like some of the things that also make me a little bit pre sad about dying. Is like I want to see where technology goes. I want to see what people are able to come up with. I want right. to see how these things apply. And I just think about. I, I was just thinking about this the other day when I was watching that video from Raymaker on DC Raymaker of like just how far things have come in like the last five and a half years. And the reason why I say five and a half years because it was about five and a half years ago that we lost Michael Myers. And like like I like like if he yeah. were to come back and say, "Dude, here is everything that's Look happened in the last five happened. years." I mean, it's like pandemics aside, but think about just all the technology and the things and how far we've come in the last five years. That makes me think that we're, it's just coming faster and more furious and we're going to see even more stuff like much sooner. Like Matt's saying 10 years. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with him. He's always a little bit conservative when it comes to that kind of stuff. And and sometimes he's right. But I think at some point you have to understand that like it's going at quantum speed right now. And I think that we're going to see stuff a lot sooner and I don't think we're quite ready for it. I think it's going to be going faster than people are ready for. So anyway, it would be, That'd pretty cool, cool. To, to say, hey, Michael, this is all the stuff that's happening. But for me, I don't want to like, oh, crap, if I'm not here in 10 years, like what am I going to be missing out on? <laughs> right. I want to know what what did people come up with. This stuff fascinates me. So I don't know. Is there anything else, though, that you would love to see from this, from a cycling
2: perspective? I, I think those things we talked about already would would could could really make a difference in, in how you ride and how you raced, too. I, I, we talked about this before. How cool would it be if you're in a race... And your heads up display had like beta information on all the races around you. Ooh. (laughs) And you could see, you could look and see, you know, okay, this guy has won this race, this race, and this race. So that's a wheel that you need to follow or not let get away. Or somebody jumps and attacks and it will immediately say threat or not threat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? How cool would that be? That would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. There also is the question too like if you have, this kind of tech. Now, I don't think that you were ever going to get the information on the other people like you're yeah, thinking. No. I, that that's just like a pipe dream. Maybe in like Zwiftlander, but, <laughs> um, but in in general, like if you had all of that information in your heads up display and you had all of these different monitors connected to you, and you've got the wherewithal to purchase these things, does that become an inherent advantage for you over the other people that shouldn't be allowed, or are you good with that, or?
2: Yeah, that's. uh, I mean,
0: because you're going to have more data and you're going to have a better understanding of what's going on with your body. And like some of these things that we've talked about aren't legal with the UCI yet. Um, I don't know. Is that fair for the people, the haves to have these things and the have nots to not have them and have to go race against you? No, it wouldn't be
2: fair crazy. But I'm just, I'm spitballing here. Yeah,
0: I could go on for <laughs> days talking about all of this stuff because it's highly interesting to me. Um, going back to that Apple Vision Pro thing, I absolutely don't want one right now. I don't want the Gen 2. I probably don't even want the Gen 3 maybe, but Gen 4, I might, might be thinking about that. I need to go check that out, though. I'm going to go over to Matt's house and snack I that from I want to him. check it so, out, too. Yeah, but um, I do think, though, that there's a lot to be said about spatial computing. If you aren't paying attention, start paying attention. And that's going to be a whole new thing that we're going to learn. I mean, the iPhone, when did that first come out? 20 or 2007, I think it was. I think my oldest daughter was like one. So what was that, 16, 17 years ago? Yeah. Just think about how far that thing <laughs> has come. It's changed dramatically. And how sure. it's changed. It's just changed the world. And- This whole next phase of spatial computing, that's just a whole new thing that, I don't know, there's a lot of good there and there's a lot of bad. Yeah. We we don't need to go into that any further, but that is what it is. Um, On that note, hey, we didn't backpedal, really. Um, Why don't you backpedal for us real quick, Lance?
2: Um, I don't have a whole lot to backpedal about. I'm still getting over this sickness, although I do feel a whole lot better. I did a wonderful outside ride with Coach Ian Gibson Uh, yesterday, was that yesterday? It was. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday, because the sun was out. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, the sun was out, and Ian came over, we went for, like, a 30-mile ride, and we... Where'd you guys go? We rode up Prune Hill, and then out towards, um, the Blueberry Hill area. We just, it was like a tour of Clark County. I took Ian on all these, like, little back roads uh, of Clark County that had little sharp climbs, because... I don't know. We felt like doing that, so we had a good time. couple of rollers the out there punching. That's what we were doing. Yep. Cool. That's pretty much it. I rode on Zwift the other day. Um, I'm just getting ready for training camp. Sweet.
0: I don't have anything to backpedal. I went to the gym a couple of times. That's it. That's Moving it. on. Hey. Champ Bailey. What's up, Champ Bailey?
2: Champ Bailey here. Um, yeah, there, there has been some racing that happened. The Tour of Oman has happened. Adam Yates ended up winning the Tour of Oman. Wow. Um, he won a stage as, and, and did pretty well. Guess who else won a race? Who's that? Mark Cavendish. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Freaking ass He did. He, uh, his lead out train did, uh, got some practice in and, uh, he ended up winning a race. So <laughs> kind of very cool.
0: Who else was there though? Who
2: you know, did he beat? There wasn't really a lot of other people there. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's, that's what you would say. So, but you know, good for him that his legs are working and he beat the whole field. So we'll see what happens um i don't know there's really not a whole lot else to talk about um in bike racing at the moment people are getting ready the the tour of portugal is called the all gave i think that starts in a couple days and there's some big hitters that are going to be there mm-hmm. um so that's kind of an early season race that we should see what happens so that could be exciting do you have any information on the dates of the um monument
0: races do you happen to know what the calendar is and when those are going to be coming? I do not. They should be coming up relatively soon. Um, I'm so chomping at the bit to watch some racing, and I know that we're just around the corner, and I know that uh, I, it's going to make me super sad watching these guys race, and I'm not going to be able to go
2: out there and do it, but I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, they don't really start till April. So Paris-Roubaix is in April. April 6th, uh, Liège-Bastogne-Liège is April 20th. Um Tour of Flanders oh is March 30th. So okay. Tour of Flanders is before Paris-Roubaix. Milan-San Remo is not till June. Okay. So. Yep. But there's some other good races coming up too, yes. so. Right on. Thank you, champ. Yep. Cool. All
0: right, let's jump into one last thing. Go for it.
2: Um I'm headed to training camp here within a couple hours, which is why we are um recording on a recording Tuesday. Recording on it's Wednesday. Or Wednesday. See, I'm always screwed up then. <laughs>
0: Whatever day it is. It's all a big blur. It's it's the movie Groundhog's Day for me. <laughs> Seriously, every day I wake same. up, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It could be Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Monday. It doesn't matter. It's all
2: the same. It all feels the same. Yeah, so uh, I'm headed down. There's 16 or 17 teammates that are coming. Uh, we're going to San Diego County. We're going to ride all week is the plan, so it should be interesting. We've got some different new things happening this year at training camp, so... We'll see how that all goes.
0: Sweet. Are you going to take uh, some swim trunks
2: too for all that rain you're getting down there? We' it's the gonna be a warm rain though. The weather ish. does not look good for a couple days down yeah. there, so we uh, we might end up driving a couple hours to try to find desert climate that doesn't have any rain. So we'll have to see. Yes, it, yeah, it could be ugly, but it's supposed to be like if it's raining, it's still going to be like sixty five degrees, which is You guys
0: obviously are all used to riding in the rain. It's funny when you go down to Southern California, nobody rides when it (laughs) rains. Nobody rides. Like you're looked at like funny, like, oh my gosh, you you rode outside and it was sprinkling and like, yeah, <laughs> but when you get down there, nobody rides. Nobody rides, like yeah. for good reason on the 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 dirt side of stuff because they don't want to destroy the trails, and yes. that's kind of like a mandate from all parks and rec and whatnot. You're not allowed to go out there, and they have a certain number of days per like however much rain you get that you have to wait and so on and so forth. And and that's all fine and well, but on the road, nobody, nobody rides. <laughs> nobody rides out there, and then you guys are going to be out there like orange training it down the
2: road. We will be orange training it if that should the case, be fun. So. Anyway, that's all for me. Right on.
0: I really don't have much of a one last thing. Just going to reiterate again, we've got the Michael Myers Memorial Time Trial coming up on March 9th, I think it was. Yep. yep. And uh, we've already got a bunch of people that have signed up for it. That's great. We've had a ton of stuff come through from um, different companies and sponsors and, and people supporting the event. The silent auction is going to be fantastic. We're going to have a bunch of stuff to give away for Excellent. you know, podium prizes and the raffle that we're going to do. Everybody that... like registers for the race. We'll get a raffle ticket. If you win uh, or get on the podium, you get another raffle ticket and then you can purchase raffle tickets. And we've got stuff from all kinds of major brands. It should be hopefully bigger than years past. And and years past have been pretty spectacular. So um, get yourself signed up and and start training and um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you out there. So cool. Cool. All right, man, you're going to go jump in your van and and do your van tripping down to San Diego after you're done working on a little bike thing. So just Drive safe. The weather's going to be kind of eh, tonight. Yeah, not so, so good. Not so good. I think I south of here it should be fine, but here in the Columbia River Gorge area, we're supposed to get some we wet might get snow, some snow tonight.
2: Yeah. So well, and if there's a there's a mountain pass between Oregon and California that I might not cross until it is safe to be safe, Yeah, just so. drive safe, dude,
0: <laughs> and be safe down in California too. Say all the hi to all my friends and family down there in the, the Fallbrook area. Be safe. I've just got this. This feeling like I'm not gonna be there to help like make sure everybody makes the best decisions and all right. these other things. I just don't want anybody to get hurt. So I uh, you know, just be safe. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying. Thank All you. right. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with another one of these. And until then, bye for now.
2: Ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he'd put on a dress and play a girl bunny? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Neither did I. I was, I was just asking.